Go home. Go home. Go home. And welcome to episode 60 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abishakra. Brian, yes, sir. how are you doing today? I'm doing real good. Brian, we have had a great week, a uh, lot of interesting stuff, pro wrestling. We have PWG coming up. That's right. Uh, Lucha Underground was fun, and NXT's back to its old self. Raw has been decent. It's been uh, a swing in an interesting direction. All while uh, maybe other things are happening within wrestling, like Daniel Bryan stuff happening. Yeah. And, and it's it's such a weird pendulous thing. Yeah. Uh, back and forth, the back and forth, the back and forth. Uh, I can't tell if we're on a back or a forth or an ebra flow. But we're in it. Yep. And we're doing it. It's good. Uh, Brian, how's your week of wrestling been? My week has been pretty good. I've, yeah. I've been enjoying it. I haven't watched a lot of extra stuff, but mm-hmm. um, we did watch a little bit of... Um, uh new japan stuff like some old school no it wasn't new japan it was um we watched uh i think it was in new japan or an old japan i think it was new japan we watched a, a dynamite kid uh yeah tiger uh, mask. tiger mask match from 83 yeah um that i don't know that brian had seen before that Ooh. was really good you know what else we watched mm-hmm. we watched uh i think it's called japanology yes i think something like that I'm uh, recommended to us by dylan he said uh hey guys check this out it's uh it's a documentary it's about Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. It's all about Kenny Omega in Japan. It's great. What did you think of it? Uh, what a nerd. Right? Kenny Omega is a geek. He loves anime and Japan, and man, he is like all on it. Have you guys ever watched Initial D? Because, man, Kenny Omega has. Kenny Omega has, and he's, it's his favorite. He's read all the what manga. A, what a nerd. We watched that with our friend Kevin, mm-hmm. Kevin from Mega64, and our friend Jordan Schwears, whatever, yeah. from Rooster Teeth. Uh, he was down one day, and we were hanging out. We went bar hopping and stuff, but we uh, we ate a lot of pizza, and we ended up watching that with Kenny Omega, and then uh, we also watched him wrestle a little girl, and we watched his entrance from <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom 9, because it was, it was watching Kenny Omega and t- have him talk about wanting to go to DDT and make it something special and, and wrestling yeah. Ibushi and all that stuff was very, very cool. So if, if you guys haven't seen it, really recommend it. We'll, we'll have a link for it, um, it on our Twitter, which is at Go Home Show on Twitter. Uh, you guys will be able to check it out. It's a lot of fun. And then uh, the best part is that it ends and then it says tune in next time for strawberries. What's with strawberries? Brian. Yeah. What's with them? I don't know. I've had them my whole life. Yeah, but where, why, how, why come... They are. I guess you have to find out. Oh, fuck. By watching this program. What? They had, like, robots picking strawberries. And, like, growing them inside of, like, uh, like factories. And it was weird. really, it was really strange. Yeah. Um, I guess they don't have strawberries in Japan. Whatever. Uh, either way, it was at the tail end of the Kenny Omega thing. So I thought, I thought that Kenny Omega documentary thing was, like, really awesome. Yeah, it's, it was a lot of fun. It's, like, a good length. I actually, like, kind of wish it was longer. Uh, they show him going around Akihabara and, uh, you know, being a nerd and, and picking out his favorite manga. And he's like, oh, I played Earthbound, but it was called Mother and it was in Japanese. Jesus and it's Christ. like, oh, you fucking beat you up. The only way he could read them was to learn Japanese. So he learned Japanese to play video games. Our friend our friend Brent did that. Yeah, and now his job is to translate Japanese games into English. So That's his job. There we go. So, 
I don't know. I thought that was weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kenny Omega, very cool. And now yep. you see him in New Japan, and he's fucking tearing it up. It's a good, God, good dude, time. What a fucking anime nerd, though. One-winged angel, and oh, God. Uh, he came out to, like, the Mega Man 2 theme? Yeah. Ah! Ah! That's okay. Now he's in Bullet Club. He Yeah. It was so funny. We watched it, and Kevin just went, what the fuck is with this guy's hair? <laughs> <laughs> then Jordan came a little bit later and started watching it and went, what the fuck's up with this guy? Does he just go to his barber and say, yo, fuck me up? Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, I said it looked like he somebody took a weed whacker to his head. It looks like somebody started spraying dye in his hair <laughs> and then just went, just hack it here and fucking chop it up here. But it's so unique that I can't. Mm -hmm. And also, I'd never say it to his face because he's way bigger than me. Yeah. He's really big. For a nerd, he's fucking huge. Yeah, he's a big ass he's nerd. He's a big fucking nerd. That's it. Uh, Brian, we have PWG coming up. We do. You really excited? Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Man. I'm really excited yeah, for PWG too. coming up. It's gonna um, be good. We're gonna drink pitchers of beer. Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get crazy taxi. No. Okay. Wow, crazy taxi! It's the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to episode sixty, Crazy Taxi. <laughs> there we go. Brian, who'd you pick in Crazy Taxi? Oh, I always pick Gus. Thank God. Gus is the only character. Why if people pick... pick BD, get out of here. If you what picked, are you doing? If you picked Axel, you... Yeah, get, get lost, chump. You, you picked Gus only. Yeah, he had the best cab and... Oh my God, he was so cool. Never buttoned his shirt. Nuh-uh. He's like... He looks like... He looks like uh, Weekend Afternoon Brian. Yeah. Just wide open. Mm -hmm. Wh white what? pants, wide open. Wide open. No shirt is where I live. <laughs> uh, we're excited about PWG. We are. It's, it's going to be... Great. It's going to be very cool. So we'll have a, re we'll have a review of DDT4. Uh, from what we remember, because uh, we're trying not to get too blotto. Uh, Brian, yeah, Lucha Underground, we did it. Let's let's dive right in. All right, uh, Lucha Underground this week opens with a uh, Cueto has a he's backstage and he's booking his matches. Uh, the way Dario Cueto books his matches is taking tiny scraps of paper and going. Hmm, where will they go on this giant piece of paper? <laughs> you know the way any normal person puts things together. Yeah, why write when you can? Uh, spend time uh, d uh, printing out and cutting out little pieces of paper to arrange them delicately on a larger piece of paper. I'm sure he just uses the same pieces over and over. Yeah, but then he has new wrestlers coming in all the time, so he has to print. He has <laughs> like, does he have like a secretary? Yeah. Who like prints out all the names and what if he loses one? They're very small pieces of paper. <laughs> that was the only thing that bothered me. Yeah. They're so like, if somebody sneezed, the whole show is fucked up. <laughs> We don't have a card now. Why? I had allergies. <laughs> Better remember the card. Oh, no. Oh, Who's well. the crew supposed to wrestle? We'll never know. Uh, so, Cueto's backstage with Mundo and Alberto, uh, El Patron, and uh, they say, we want a title shot. We both deserve a title shot. Give us a title shot. Yeah. And he says, okay, you fight each other tonight, and whoever wins, uh, you face Hernandez for the number one contendership. Even though Hernandez already beat people for a number one contender spot. Yeah, that was weird. It's like kind of convoluted, and it doesn't really make sense, but that's okay i think this is like kind of like the biggest miscue in booking that uh that they've, they've ever yeah that they've ever like really had and even still it doesn't bother me that much yeah because it put together a really good match yeah i guess it's still just it sits kind of funny with me yeah because now don't you feel like you're supposed to root for like hernandez because he's already proved that he can be number one contender yeah i don't know because that's the thing it's like now hernandez i don't know now Hernandez has to like defend the thing that he just won, and it it doesn't it doesn't make sense. But I I I almost don't really care. <laughs> I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, opening match: the crew, which was uh, Mr. Cisco, and uh, who is who is 
uh, Ricky Reyes supposed to be? I forgot his I name. I don't I've, know. I, really I don't forgot. know any of their names. I know Mr. Cisco because what a dumbass name. Yeah. Oh, and and Bale or Ball, which is uh, uh, B boy. Oh yeah, because uh, that's like what you name your character in like Diablo. Yep. When you when you're like 13 and you think that's cool. That's awesome. You're like, yeah, this is like the name of a devil. It is. Cool, man. How's geometry going? <laughs> uh, they're going uh, in a handicap match. God damn it! They're in a tag team match against Havoc mm-hmm. and and Helico. Evilise is on the outside. Great action to open this match. Oh, I thought yeah. the back and forth and like. Not wanting to tag. They're still a dysfunctional team. Uh, they didn't have the belts, did they? I didn't no, they see did. them. No, I didn't see them. I, I thought they did. I must. I might have missed it. Uh, Ivelisse on the outside, uh, on crutches, screaming orders at everyone. Loved it. And Vampiro is just going, she just keeps yelling. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, God. Uh, and Helico goes for a moonsault, gets caught with knees. I like that spot. I always like that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, good. There's a hot tag to Helico after... Uh, oh, no, you know what? I think... Uh, uh, Havoc goes for the moonsault and gets mm. caught with knees. Because there's a hot tag down Helico, and then he goes for the fall of angels. It gets reversed into a sunset flip, and then the sunset flip gets like rolled through into a stomp. And I thought that was a really yeah. cool sequence. I thought that looked really, God, really, really, really good. It was cool. Uh, Havoc hits a uh, moonsault on the outside, like a like an Osai or like a like I guess it's an Arabian press moonsault because he does like a yeah. springboard. It's an Arabian press moonsault to the outside, then Helico uh, dives on the outside. And Man. lands on his feet because he's incredible. Because that's what he does. He's so fucking incredible. It's so cool. And Helico is awesome. I love it. He he's very cool. He's very tall. He's very mm-hmm. lengthy. He he has, he has a, a very cool look. yeah. He has very cool move set. Um, and and nobody knows what to chant for him. No. Everyone's chanting Evilise. Everyone's chanting uh, Son of Havoc. Help me come up with a chant for an Helico because I've been trying. Yeah, that's a tough one. Helico is all I could think. Yeah. Uh, hey man, I can, if you guys can think of a chant for Angelico, let us know because his name doesn't lend itself to any chants or anything. I, I guess just Angelico, Angelico, which I, doesn't. I guess that's ugly. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, that, that's all you can really do. Uh, Son of Havoc uh, blind tags and <laughs> off Angelico and then sits on the middle rope, mm-hmm. and Angelico falls out of the ring onto the floor. <laughs> I thought that was such a funny fucking spot. I thought that was so good. Mm-hmm. And just like, hey, here's who these characters are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, that's definitely on purpose. Yep. That's it it. it. it told a really good story. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought mm-hmm. it was very, very cool. Uh, but Son of Havoc, to no avail, does not win this match because he gets caught in the Flapjack Codebreaker, Ugh. which I think is such a cool fucking move. It just fucking lays him I, out. It looks so good. Like, the 3D is great i love a flapjack into a cutter yeah i really like a flapjack into a code breaker yeah. i also like a flapjack into a knee yeah like uh, i mean damn just that lift put looks like you're in such peril yeah and then you get caught by another move oh so cool and it's just it's succinct and it and it hits big and it and it it's a team move and i like everything yep. about it yep so it looked good it was yeah. really really good and uh the crew ends up winning in this tag team match where you're like oh wow oh yeah. What's going to happen? Ooh. They're in contention. Happen? That's cool. Yeah. So I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in what's going to be happening. Uh, I'm interested in what's going to happen to the uh, trios titles. Yeah. Because uh, Ivelisse is still rehabbing her ankle. Yeah. I don't know 
You follow her on Instagram, I do. Yeah, uh, she's like rehabbing her ankle still and everything, and yeah. she's not 100%. No. So has she wrestled in Lucha Underground? Have they defended the trios titles? Are they going to strip them of the trios titles? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm very curious, because mm-hmm. uh, they put themselves in a predicament by no fault of their own. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah, because uh, I really want to see them defend and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we get a backstage segment. Dreo Cueto is uh, in uh, his office with an unnamed man. It's Davari. Yep. Um... He Davari is on his phone the whole time and drinking whiskey from his own glass that he brought. <laughs> He's Julian from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't even think about that. That's so fucking funny. He's just carrying around a little highball glass. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. This cool. is this is what he does. Yeah, I guess. Oh, why do you want to do this? Your money, your family owns so much of L.A. or whatever, and he says. Well, you like to watch pain, and I like to inflict it. Okay. Hell yeah. Cool. He's very believable. I like it. Works for me. So he's going to have a match against Tejano. Damn. Uh, next, we get a promo with uh, Puma Conan and Hernandez backstage. And Conan's like, Odele, uh, don't do what you did, Hernandez. And Hernandez goes, oh, I was just helping out of Hernandez. Yeah. And Dario Cueto comes out, and he's like, oh, you guys, we'll, here, we'll settle this. You guys are in a tag team match against Cajun Cuerno. Okay. Also, uh, also Hernandez, uh, you're in a match against either Mundo or, or uh, El Patron, whoever wins tonight for number one contendership. Bye. See <laughs> okay. Also, I'm going to leave that here. Goodbye. Like, All right. Neat. Next, we uh, we finally get uh, Davari is finally named. Uh, his name is Delvar. <laughs> what? Delvar Davari. There it is. That's it. Yeah. It's spelled Delavar. It's all right. Delavar? Del- uh, I just wrote Davari. But that's but it's Del Delavar Delavar Delavar. Yeah. Either way, he's wrestling Tejano. <laughs> hey Brian? No, he's not. Tejano comes into the ring. The match never even gets underway. They brawl and fight, and and it all ends up being no good. Yeah. Uh, so they toss the match yeah. out. That's cool because now there there's some heat built there. there. You go. And uh, we'll see a, an eventual match between Davari. Delavar, Davari, Delavar, Davari, yeah. and uh, old Double D's himself, and uh, and Tahana. What did you think of this brawl? Uh, just like you said, it, it's setting up for something really cool. You know, Tahano's not a person who's going to go under somebody real easily, so you mm-hmm. you know this is going to be a long, not long, but at least for yep. the next kind of uh, four weeks, maybe a little longer. Davari has gold pants. Mm-hmm. I like I like his look. He's gotten big. He looks he looks really good, and uh, I think he's gonna fit Lucha Underground really well. Yep. So we'll see. It'll yeah. be exciting. Uh, you guys can see his stuff in WWE a long time ago, or uh, when he was like Jesus, twenty one. Yeah, maybe super young. See, I think I mean yeah, Jesus, he is really young. Uh, and you can watch his stuff in TNA when he was Sheikh Abdul Bashir, which is um, uh, sounds racist. It does. Just just by the name, right? Yeah. Just, oh yeah. Just by the name. Sheikh Abdul Bashir. I appreciate that they're not making him Arab in this. Yeah, right? They, but it's it's funny because I almost disagree with you. They're making him like... This This sounds incredibly racist, and I apologize. They're making him new Arab. You think? From Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. His family owns all this property. Uh-huh. He's dressed in gold. That's it. Yeah. Like, he's not... He's not Sheikh, whatever. Yeah. He's, he's not, like... Arab, what you think is Middle Eastern? Mm. He's Arab American. Yeah, he's he's like the Shaws of Sunset TV show bullshit. But uh, hey, I'm okay with that. That it's different. It, at least it's not like it's more realistic and not like 
fucking oh you wear the the little head garb yeah. and you come down with uh you know with a tiger on your pants no no like... he's he's in gold and he's on his phone the whole time yeah it makes sense that's it all works. I'm saying it works I don't mean this in a derogatory way no that's... I'm just I'm just saying he wears sunglasses inside and doesn't button his shirt up all the way Keon. <laughs> Keon, I know you're listening to this. Keon, we know you're listening to this. Button up your shirt. What are you doing? Uh, Puma and Hernandez against Cage and Cuerno. Uh, Puma's on fire at the beginning of this fucking match. Hernandez hits like two spots and then uh, he's like, oh, hey, Puma, Puma. tag me in. And then it's all Puma. Yep. Loved it. Puma's hitting moves out of nowhere. It was really cool. And then uh, Puma goes for a standing shooting star and hey, guess what? Knees up. Boom. I love that move. God, I love love that reversal. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Cage hits a 619. Which is so fucking... He gets his shit in! <laughs> he gets his shit in, man. Yeah. Uh, I want to see Cage against Rey Mysterio. Yeah, that'd be cool. Right? That'd be a really cool match. I know. It'll I think happen. It, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Cage then hits a stalling jackhammer with squats. I can watch this guy do power moves all goddamn day. This is how your power guys have to look. I, I love the way... I love that he wrestles so big. Mm-hmm. I love that it's a stall suplex with squats or a catch into a toss. And his catches look so good. He's just, oh, God, I love Brian Cage. He is so much fun yep. to watch. I think he's going to be at the show we're going to. Oh, fuck. I'm, I thought he was in the main, but I might be wrong. I thought it was Cage, Strong, and Hero for the title, but I might be wrong on that. Damn. Yeah, I thought that was the main for the PWG show, but I might be wrong. Wow. So there you go. I'm I'm very excited either way. I, I love Cage. I mm-hmm. love the chant. Get your shit in. Yeah. I think that's so fucking funny. <laughs> get your shit in, and then he does. Yeah. Awesome. He's fucking huge. Uh, Hernandez comes back, hits a gorilla press slam on Cuerno mm-hmm. to the outside onto Cage. Fuck. And then dives on the outside onto Cage and Cuerno. Uh, hey, when when Hernandez dives and he's doing this kind of stuff, where mm-hmm. he's not like slowing the match down, yeah, really fun to watch. Yeah, I really it, enjoy him. It's unfortunate though that he just happens to slow the match down a yeah. lot. I, I mean, I feel like a lot of his offense is very spaced out. Yeah, um, you know, not. I'm not saying everything needs to be right on top of everything else. It just feels like he hits a move and and it takes a long time for anything to happen next. I agree. That's it. That's a good observation. He's not, I mean, you, you don't see, like, a lot of rest hold stuff. No, which is good. Yeah. You saw a lot of rest hold, not not even rest holds, but, like, headlocks and stuff in the main here, though. Yeah. Uh, but which, I really appreciated which I, it. Which I thought was funny, because it's, it's, it was headlocks that I thought played into and out of yes, different sequences. Absolutely. That That's it. I really enjoyed the main. So, Hernandez dives over the top onto Cuerno and Cage. Then Puma's gonna dive. He goes for a dive, and then Hernandez is on the apron and gets in the way and does not dive. Mm-mm. He's just doing like a little strut. Yeah. Oh, why did you get in the way? Oh, this is kind of... That's weird. Okay. Um, Cuerno is now in the ring. Mm. Uh, Puma and, and uh, Hernandez are on the outside. Cuerno is going to dive on Hernandez. Oh. Hernandez does not want to be divin, dove on, dove on. Dived on. Yes. Yes. Dived on. So he pulls Puma in the way, and Puma gets dived on. What? Cool. What? Then Hernandez, Cage and Conan are getting into it, mm-hmm. and then Hernandez kicks Puma, and then gives him a crucifix bomb onto the apron. Conan does not like this and chases Hernandez out. Cage hits Weapon X. That's it. All right, Hernandez did the full heel turn. 
Love we, it. Di- we didn't have to tease it for six weeks. Thank God. Loved it. We did it. We moved on. Straight to the point. Yep. Uh, what did you think of the match? I enjoyed it. It was a good-ass match. Fun, right? Yeah, I had, I had a great time with uh, with with all of this. Like, it's it's cool that you can have your champion not be in the main event, mm-hmm. lose, and still look strong. Yep. Yeah, because he, like, saw this coming yeah. and all this stuff. Really good. Uh, I thought really good storytelling from everyone in this match, too. I thought everyone yeah. everyone got their shit in. Yep. And then uh, everyone came out looking really good. It was everyone, lot- everyone looked strong. It was a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, Asian girl video, she's not ready yet because Dragon Azteca keeps fucking catching her hands. And then she goes, blows out a candle. Or I guess she blows out with, like, her hand. Make a wish. <laughs> she makes a birthday wish. <laughs> her wish is to go beat up a monster in a cage. Hopefully it comes true. Yeah. Uh, we get our main event. Mundo against Alberto Patron. It is a very slow start. Mm-hmm. Headlock and a headlock and a headlock and a headlock. I thought that was interesting. Yes. Uh, Mundo's on the outside, and uh, Patron pulls him off the apron. So Patron's down on the floor. Yeah. Mundo dives over the top rope, but lands on the apron. Uh, El Patron pulls him and, like, the apron together, so he slides in between yeah. the ring and the apron and then eats an enziguri so hard so and then disappears. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very cool. We've seen Patron do that before. Yeah, it was. it's just like a sneaky little thing. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Uh, uh, Alberto Patron misses a moonsault. Uh, it lands on his feet and then rolls through, and, but Mundo gets control there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have uh, some nice sequences that end in uh, Patron going for a dive to the outside. And then it's, oh, wow, this is incredible. Holy shit. And then uh, they all get back in the ring and they fight. And then Patron gets tossed out. And then yeah. Mundo dives. I guess we're just doing, I guess we're just diving all over the Why place. Why not? I like it. They can do it. Uh, Mundo goes for the end of the world, but he gets stopped. He gets slammed and then mm-hmm. he gets uh, hit with a top rope reverse suplex. Yeah. thought that was very cool. Uh, Del Rio, or I'm sorry, El Patron habits. El Patron really likes hitting that. Uh-oh. Shirt comes off. No. Uh-oh. See, hey, Brian. See. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's what's up. Uh, there's an end of the world. Rope break. Mm-hmm. There's an arm bar. Not the end of the match. Tree of no. woes and there's a tree of woe into a whole bunch of kicks, and then he misses, and then Patron misses the shoulder tackle. Damn, I thought that looked really good. Yeah, uh, Mundo hits a top rope stomp Fuck. on a standing Patron kick out. Yep, holy shit! And then there is I love the end of this match. Me too. I thought the ending sequence oh, to this too. match was awesome. Me too. Roll through dive. It was a miss super kick, a dive, a school like everything flipped and dive and dove into everything else, and then it ended with. Mundo getting his head super kicked off. Yep. What did you think of the match? I I enjoyed this match on every single level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought at the beginning of the match where it was slow headlock, really technical wrestling. I thought Matt Stryker calling every single move mm-hmm. was the action that you were listening for. Yep. Even though it wasn't your oh flips and jumps and kicks and right. you know uh, Mundo going and breaking the steps and all that kind of stuff. I really enjoyed how detailed he called that part of the match. It was a lot of fun. Uh, when I watched it again, I'm like, man, that's that's not something you hear anymore. And it's super engaging because it makes it feel like it's just on the fly. Instead of it being like, oh, wait for the spot, then call it. You know, it was just calling it as it's happening. I thought that was really cool. The, the commentary was very fast-paced. It kept with the action really well. And and I just, I really enjoyed that, like, the match didn't end on one of their finishing moves, but came out of nowhere on a move that was 
totally believable. Well, what ha- yeah, what happens is that it makes that move more believable. So now when people kick out of those things later, mm-hmm. that that's it. Yeah, and I feel like that's what WWE doesn't do, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. They have their own style, and that's yeah. Uh, it's honestly not a giant complaint that I have. I hate how often people kick out of finishers now. Yeah. Um, but my complaint isn't that a match doesn't end on a five knuckle shuffle. Mm-hmm. It's it's just that I'm not gonna believe that a match is going to end on a five knuckle shuffle when it actually gets hit. Do you know what I mean? Used to? No. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. No, no, no. I'm just saying for like these signature and setup moves. No, no, moves, I agree. They don't, you know. Sami Zayn always goes for a pin on a blue thunderbomb. Never seen him win with it. Mm-mm. So I, that, that's it. Yeah. I just, that's just how I feel. I feel about that. It's, um, I just think that moves, sometimes a different move should end a match because it comes out of nowhere. Not everything has to be a roll up. Sometimes mm-hmm. someone can get super kicked on the ground. You know, sometimes there could be a crazy DDT. Maybe there can be, you know, some kind of weird suplex or a roll-up that, that you don't see coming. It doesn't have to be their finishing move to yeah. finish the match after, like, two times of them kicking yep. it out. And again, you know, there there aren't, like, a lot of roll-ups that I really like, but I thought the Cesaro, Biggie roll and end of that match roll-up yeah, that, yeah. that we'll get to from Raw. I thought that was a very, that wasn't just, like, a schoolboy. It mm. was, like, a very unique roll-up that, like, oh, I gotta, I gotta pull this one out. Definitely. You know, yeah. I thought that was very that, cool. I thought that was a really cool yep. way. Uh, the end of the show comes... Uh-oh. Mil Muertes. Shit. What, what's going on? He's coming back. He's but, reborn. But I don't understand. Is he... I don't... Why? I'm not saying, like, oh, I don't want him to come back. I'm saying, like, is... is... Oh, do we need him right now? Is no, what... I'm saying, like, it, like, why is she resurrecting him? I think... I think this was, like... I mean, they kind of explained it in the promo, if I remember correctly. It was, like... It was like he needed to to be defeated once to be able to like come back stronger. Is I think that's just kind of like the well, thing. Well, it just it doesn't make sense that she's the one because she left. Yeah. So I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I but, see what you're saying. But also, this is only the first thing they're gonna show yeah. about this thing. So I'm I'm going to they haven't wronged me in this way yet. Mm-mm. So I'm going to bite my tongue and, and hold back on um yeah being confused and upset about this revelation. I yeah. suppose. Um, but other than that, Milmuertes coming back. Fuck yeah! I like Milmuertes. I like him a lot. He's scary, dude. He's one of my he's one of my favorite wrestlers out right now. He's uh he's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Big guy who can go, who like just looks like he is that character. Yeah. Um, no talking, legit scary big motherfucker. It's fucking cool. That's it. Uh, NXT. All right. Speaking of uh legit motherfuckers, Greg is our ring announcer. Hi, Greg. What's up? What's up, Greg? How you doing? You are the ring announcer. Have very long hair to be styling the way that you do. It's very long and very spiked, or like up in the front or whatever. <laughs> it's just too long for that. So get a haircut or stop doing what you're doing. <laughs> That's it. Emma versus Charlotte. Uh, Emma comes down in Bailey ring gear and she does her half-hearted intro thing, yeah. which, which I really like Me a too. lot. Uh, it's always great. It's so funny. Uh, Emma is playing the heel in this match, which I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte locks in a cravat. Cravat! Uh, Chris Hero used to do a lot of cravats. He did? That was like his thing. It was good. I love cravats. Cravats are like, they're like headlocks that you do with your hands, but like... From the side. But like backwards, and, and it just, it looks, it looks like you're wrenching the neck. It it's, just looks like you're, it's cravat. It's weird. I think a cravat's like a knot, isn't it? It's a tie. It's a tie? So, so you're like the tie hanging around his neck. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. But next time you see a cravat, just yell cravat. Also, you guys probably don't know what a cravat is. Look it up. Uh, Chris Hero used a cravat like as a finish. Like he would do like a cravat yeah. driver. And I think he called it Hero's Welcome, I hmm. think. Good That's name. It. Anyway, 
Uh, Emma's like really vicious in this match. I like it a lot. Really attacking the leg of Charlotte. I thought that was really cool. And I thought Charlotte sold the right, the leg really well. Mm -hmm. Uh, it wasn't too like over the top and it wasn't like really low, like, you know, like not enough. It was like that right spot where you go, Oh yeah, go watch that leg. Oh yeah. She really worked on that leg. It, It was good. I liked it. Also half crab. Yep. I love I a half lo- crab. I, I wrote about the half crab too. I fucking love a half crab. It looked it looked really good. I really liked uh, I really liked Emma in this match because it made her very believable and yeah. less joking. She I think she should have won or won by disqualification yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, because the whole ending sequence of this into the post match I thought made her look really weak and mm-hmm. and like she's not like she's not legit, which bums me out because I love Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte comes back, has a rally, and then hits natural selection. That's the end of the match. Post match, Bailey comes out and hug plexes Emma. They have a moment where it's like, oh, they hug, and then Bailey doesn't release the hug, gives her a hug plex, and then starts beating her down, and then Charlotte pulls her off. Like, yeah. hey, what the fuck are you doing? Which I that I really enjoyed because it made um, it made Bailey look like she's aggressive and she, she has can, more of an edge, and she can yeah she can really take it to somebody if she needs to. But we've seen that for like the last month and a half. You but, know what I mean? But you saw her kind of go unhinged because mm-hmm. before it was always like you know. Uh, in the match, she kind of got pushed to the point. In this, she was like really going out and taking it out on uh, on Emma. Emma, and then she had to be pulled off. So it makes her look stronger, uh-huh. but it doesn't push her over the edge to be like, oh, why why is she being so aggressive for no reason? So I thought it, I thought it kept her looking good as a face, mm-hmm. but gave her some strength. Um, my biggest complaint here is that Charlotte's better than all this. I agree. She is. They have nothing for her down there. Yeah. We talked about this last time. And they don't have anything for her up in WWE, I guess. It sucks. I mean, She should be called up right now. She should have been called up two months ago. Yeah. Uh, she has nothing to prove down in NXT. Mm-hmm. If it's truly developmental, she has developed. Yeah. She can cut a promo. Yeah. She's great in the ring. Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing else that she has to learn down there, I feel. I well, agree. But again, what the fuck do I know? I'm just saying story-wise and everything, she's in this in-between where she's better than everyone else. Yeah. And now she's just being used to further other people's storylines. You're not getting the best out of your talent that way. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I guess you learn that you're not always featured all the time. But at the same time, it just doesn't feel like... she. It just feels like you don't need to be down here. Totally agree. You, you should be on Raw. Yeah. You should definitely be on Raw. Uh, they have such a wealth of talent right now in the in the Divas division. And it's... it's it's really, stupid. I, I in NXT, I think they do, but in WWE, I mean, I wouldn't. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they could really build the Divas division in WWE because they have so much good talent that I think, honestly, the Divas are more ready than most of the guys. None of none of the the Divas division in WWE isn't going to be saved by like the four girls in NXT that are going to come. No, and, and I get and, that. And, and it, it, you know, but it might be, you know, like it, with Naomi doing what she's doing, like. And you I, know, I guess it, it's it all seems like such a waste because the the the. the I like the heels better than the faces because the the faces in that Divas feud, mm-hmm. we're talking the Bellas and Naomi and Tamina, the faces in the Divas feud are more heels than the heels are. Yeah. The heels are talking about like, yeah, we've been held down and it's our time to step up. I absolutely agree with you on that. In On both fronts, I think Tamina has been overlooked and I think Naomi's been overlooked for De- a very long definitely. time. Definitely. I think every promo and everything she's doing is like, I don't think you're a heel at all. Yeah. I absolutely agree with everything you're doing. You're being very loud about it, but that's all, that's really cool because the Bellas are like not... Not fun otherwise. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like you you have this... Maybe, you know, four people isn't going to change the landscape, but it might force people to, to work a little harder because you haven't been seeing a lot of like 
you know, the bullshit Divas matches. Like, yeah. back in the day, you would see Oksana versus... No, no, I, I know what you mean. I And I see what you're saying, and you have Paige and everything, but she's injured, I guess. Yeah. Alicia Fox hasn't been around, and, and Cameron hasn't been around, and, you know, there are other Divas that can be in these things, but, like, you know, when you're only getting four minutes on a Monday night... Yeah. You know, I, I understand that, you know, a lot of the guys are getting four minutes on Monday night, too, but boy i would love to see more yeah i'd like to see more than one divas match christ yeah i'm on raw i'm absolutely with you because i mean you have that shitty mid card on raw that's like middle of the show really bad nothing else is going on give the divas some time i feel like you could have dumped like the first hour of raw you could have dumped the first 15 minutes of raw yeah and you would have still had 20 minutes of fucking bullshit yeah it was uh Raw has been better, and that's that's not you know it wasn't as good as last week and everything. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll get to it here shortly, but you know I feel like there's like a lot of time waste where we're doing recaps and shit, and we could be doing matches, we could be furthering characters. Absolutely, people could have mic time, and and people have had more mic time the last couple weeks. Yeah, you have more in between promos and stuff like that. That's it. I I'm just getting back to bringing it back and putting a putting a bow on it i suppose mm. uh charlotte is in a wasteland in between nxt and wwe where mm. um if nxt is truly developmental she's beyond it and if wwe is like the main show she needs to be on it yeah that's it and that, so, and i agree with that sorry for belaboring the point all the people listening who are going we know i understand and i'm very sorry uh, Becky Lynch promo package. I really like this yeah, a, a lot. lot. Yeah, uh, giving her character a lot of personality. Um, you know who she is, what she's done, why she's here. It, it's the who, what, when, where, why. Yeah, it's it's all of the things that you need to develop someone, and it's emotional and it and it's well thought out. I thought mm-hmm. it was very good, a very cool video package. And Becky Lynch is really natural in it. She looks yep. very believable. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, all the stuff that we were saying about how she looked so goofy and gimmicky when she first came in. And, and they and they, they talked about yeah. that. She's like, that wasn't me, and I really regret it. And then talks about, like, the turn and everything. So yeah. it's very cool. So I guess she's a face now, I suppose. That's fine. I, I'm down with that. Whatever. What, hey, whatever works right now. Yeah. Um, we were talking about the divas being in between face and heel. It's pretty obvious that Sasha Banks is supposed to be the heel. Oh, yeah. So you have to have someone playing the face, and that's going to be Becky here, because she kind of turned on her friend, and they're not really friends. They were just, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's fine. I, uh, although I was saying differently for the other thing, this this makes sense to me as a is a heel face dynamic. Yeah, that's all. Uh, Cole and Owens have a sit down. Owens is so head and shoulders above everyone else promo wise. It's shit. disgusting. It's like it's not fair that he is in NXT when you have people cutting promos on Raw that aren't even half as good. Oh no, is this? I I I'm like I I knew he was good. But, I mean, when you watch him in the indies, you don't get this kind of, like... Pro- th- this, this kind, kind of, of promo. promo. Right. You just get him in the ring, and he says a couple of things and yells at the crowd, and mm-hmm. it's all funny, and it's all good. But you don't get, like... He doesn't get to live the character. He and, was living the character. And and he lives the character so well that I'm like... I'm like, you're better than Michael Cole in this. Interview. I thought that Michael Cole was getting legitimately upset. Like, yeah. it was... He... Kevin Owens had a promo that was so good, it stepped up Michael Cole. That's how good his promo was. It it, it is true, and I really enjoyed it because he's sitting there going like, you want it to be something that it's not, and I promise you, it's not a personal thing. You you want it to be it, you're going to sit here and you're going to keep asking me to do it, and I don't know what to tell you. Mm. I came here to win, and I came here to be champion and provide for my family, and that's it. Yep. And, and I think that's so good because it makes him... Part of you still goes, 
No, you didn't. Yeah. But then the other part of you goes, well, the entire time, all he's ever said is he's, yep. he's here for his family. So when he turns face, mm -hmm. if he ever turns face, it's still, hey, I, all I've ever said is I'm here to be for my family, make a better life for them, and so on. So it's a it it gives him that heel heat of, oh, we love Sami Zayn so much, mm -hmm. but man, it it it... I just was so impressed with the entire thing. He, yeah. he, to me, is the only through-and-through through heel who is not a coward right mm -hmm. now. Everyone else plays, like, the coward heel or whatever. Yeah. That, that's how WWE writes the yeah. heels. Kevin Owens is not that. He is very one-track mind. He says something, he does it, that's it. Mm -hmm. Move forward. And he's a heel, and he's great. So I, I'm very excited to see more from him. He's very good. Oh, yeah. Hopefully uh, his match isn't compromised with Sami Zayn being hurt. Yeah. Hurt. Excuse me, hurt. Um... I love uh, I love that they uh, that he plugged his Twitter. Oh, that was great! That was so what a dick. Yep, thought that was very cool. Um, Bull Dempsey against Rhino, Rhino against Baby Rhino, Gore Squash. That's it. Oh. Sorry, Bull Dempsey. That's where you land. The, I, I just described this as oh, it's like in KOF when in the Dream Match you could play like the 1994 version of Keo, <laughs> and then you play that against like the 1999 version of Keo. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, there's a post-match promo where uh, Rhino calls out Corbin uh, at NXT TakeOver Unstoppable. Is I guess, that what it's called? Yeah, I guess so. They okay. just like randomly threw it in. They're like, like, hey, this is called Unstoppable. Okay. Oh, okay. Neat. Um, Sasha Banks promo. Uh, she's like, Fabulous Mola, best diva ever. Until now, fuck you. Yep. Loved it. Going back to uh, to the Bull Dempsey um, yeah, please. Rhino thing. Please. Uh, is, is Baron Corbin only allowed to wrestle other animals? Yeah. Yeah, if you're an animal-themed character, uh, you can wrestle Baron Corbin. A rhino fought a bull, mm -hmm. and he that bull, and he called out the big bad wolf. And then, and then that bull had just lost to a wolf. Uh -huh. and that wolf is going to fight the the rhino. the rhino. Yep. So here comes the elephant, man. Beware, beware the giraffe. <laughs> the Some, peacock. Somebody should be the giraffe. Yeah. Why come here? There's not a giraffe. <laughs> the peacock. Good Sasha Banks promo. Next, you have Regal and Uha Nation, who is not named. Mm -hmm. It's just, look at this guy. It, to the point where I'm like, why would it? you... Who is it? Yeah, exactly. Who is this? Yep. Is that... I so think then, that's Uha Nation. Yep. So then you get a, a video package of Uha Nation. You don't know who he is or what he does or why he's being any of this. Yeah. Anyway. But he's here. Yep. I don't... Here he is. Okay. Uh, Scott Dawson, Dawson and Dash Wilder. This is the highlight for me. I'm like, oh fuck! We get Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. I really, I genuinely like those guys. I mm -hmm. like their look. I like their gimmick. Uh, they're like rednecky dudes, yep. and I think that they deserve to be on NXT. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, they get a match! God damn it! <laughs> so they come out first. Uh, then Enzo and Cass's music hits, and then it stops, and then it hits, mm -hmm. and then we go backstage, and they are jumped by Blake and Murphy, getting beat to shit. Tossed around. They got, like, destroyed by yep. them. I thought it looked really, really good. Yeah. Um, Blake and Murphy fucking laying on end zone cast. Cool. Good. Yeah. Hey, show a more, more aggressive side. They're heels. Be heels. That's it. That's cool. The whole time, Carmella's yelling, stop. That's it. Uh, Sami Zayn, Michael Cole, sit down interview. I thought this was a very good... This is very well done by mm -hmm. Sami Zayn. I thought this was very good. Then he calls out Owens next week. Come down to the ring. We don't have to fight. Just talk to me. already booked. Yeah, let's just talk. Just yep. explain to me why you yep. did what you did. That's it. Come on out. Yeah. yeah it's that. So next and, week. And I like that in, in this case, it's the opposite of Zane. Or I'm sorry, it's the opposite of Owens where Zane's actually saying, 
you know, well, you know what? He may not have meant this to be personal, but it is personal. Yep. And, you know, this means a lot to me. Like, and, and I'm, you know, I'm going to fight. And I thought that was fucking sick. Thought it was very cool. Yeah. Uh, it's it's showing different shades to different characters, and that's that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We get uh, Lynch and Banks contract signing. Regal's out. He's hosting it. Lynch cuts a promo that um, about what it means to be in NXT. It's essentially the same as her video package from earlier, but it's live in front of the crowd. Yeah. And I thought it was good. I thought she, by the end of her promo, she'd won the crowd over. Yeah. I thought they were a little like back and forth. I'm like, I don't know about this. Until the end of her promo where they were like into it. Yeah. So she signs. Then Sasha Banks is given the contract, and she is going to sign, but tosses the pen and pulls out her stamp. I love it. What a great character piece. <laughs> she doesn't sign anything. She doesn't sign anything. I don't if you guys don't know, at her signings, she uses the stamp. Yep. People get mad at her for it. People don't understand how great what a fucking heel move. <laughs> I, I re- you're you're such that is such a dick thing to do. I don't even want to be bothered to write my name. Stamp, stamp, stamp. Nothing is unique. It is a stamp. It, it's perfect. It's so... I read I read posts about, like, access uh, <laughs> signings where they're like, she, she wouldn't sign it. I, I, like, I asked her after she used her stamp, like, I, I saw her, like on the last three people use the stamp and i'm like can you can you please just sign it and she used her stamp what a fucking jerk oh it's so good and i just started laughing hey, hey you know what's great about that the people who are mad about that mm-hmm. they think that they're so like it's great they're internet fans yeah because they they're like yeah i know how this works and i get this and that and all this stuff and then they're wrestler they're the wrestler they, they like mm-hmm won't sign their thing but will use a stamp and it makes them mad and they don't want to what the fuck is this bullshit they get so they, upset they got you, you f- <laughs> hey i'm gonna use wrestling terms here that i should not be using that does not matter you fucking mark you, piece you they they got you so good you don't even know that you got got and that is fucking perfect to me wouldn't even sign it it's great yep it's great. Goddamn I love it. I love it. I love it. Goddamn macchiatos. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> uh, Sasha Banks attacks Becky. Awesome. Like, brutally. Yeah. Beats the shit out of her. <laughs> s- climbs up on the table and steps on her head and raises the title. Fuck yeah. Tosses Becky off. Flips the table over on, like, Drake Younger and another referee. Mm-hmm. Then, Becky locks in an arm bar on Sasha Banks and Sasha Banks taps. Damn. I thought that was so cool. Mm-hmm. And then there is such an ADR like line here from Corey Graves oh, that God. is like it's the, it's them going oh they t- she's tapping out oh that's crazy that's crazy yeah and then all of a sudden totally different cadence and you can see more at NXT Takeover Unstoppable it's like it's so obvious that it was recorded later and mixed in because yeah. it did not sound like the rest no. of the show not at all I so, didn't like that, that they, they've me. done that the last two weeks and it's and, and to somebody who's aware of the difference in how yep. live recording and studio recording sounds yep it's like what what why where yep. did this come from exactly why wouldn't you just have them sit there and record the line but whatever yep. I don't that's me it's a different recording method it just bothers me mm-hmm. um there's a Riley video promo. He's out with an injury. He's going to have surgery. Uh, he can't believe that the fans are turning on him because he gave up his booth spot. 
whatever. Well, we did what you asked us. We told you to your face. Yeah, we said it. We literally said it to your face. What else do you want? Um, Dana Brooke promo. She digs Charlotte. Or she digs on Charlotte. Mm -hmm. She has digs for Charlotte. She says, Charlotte, you suck. Yeah. That's it. And I say, Dana Brooke, put your arms down. No, pose more. No, like uh, the entire time she had her hands like up, up at her, up, up, up at her yeah, shoulders. up at like almost like your chin, and it was like Put she was talking and, and like kind of gesturing. No, pose more. <laughs> Brian's wrong. Wrestle like that. <laughs> Wrestle like you're a praying mantis person. Yeah, I agree. You yep. know what? You've changed my mind. Ha! Uh, Tommy versus Breeze. I actually didn't have a lot of notes in this match. Me neither. Uh, Balor comes out. He sits at ringside. He two sweets people. Yep. Um, uh, Tommy hits Balor. Uh, on the other, I'm just like the match is good. It's back and forth. Yeah, there there are cool spots where uh, a Tommy shows like a lot of personality and Breeze gets his shit in. And it's it's good. It's very good. I'm not digging on the match. It was just I was very involved in it and yeah. it didn't write anything down. Yeah, until the end where uh, a Tommy hits Balor on the outside by accident when he goes for Breeze. Uh, there's a missed beauty shot and then a running single leg kick. I thought that was very cool. Uh, so a Tommy wins post match. Breeze jumps to Tommy, Balor makes the save, and then uh, Breeze cleans house. It's going to be a good match. I'm excited. I'm, I'm Except very excited. that I hear that a Tommy is injured now. And we I don't. Heard that. that, again, internet rumor bullshit, so what do I know? Yeah. But, um, might be injured. Hopefully not. With a shoulder injury. We will wait and see. Yeah. That's it. What do you think of NXT? Uh, hey, it's it was good. It it went back to its good form with uh with really good women's wrestling. Yep. Um I mean there are two matches that were both very interesting or not matches, but two instances on the show. I honestly thought they should have went out with the women's championship signing. Yeah. Personally. I agree. I thought that should have been the main I thought, I thought yeah, I thought that would have been. I thought nice. in terms of booking it would have made more sense mm-hmm. because it kind I know it kinda of brought down the mood, but the match between Natami and Balor uh, didn't have the weight, I think, because it was for number one contendership. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, Tommy and uh, and Breeze. Um, it, whereas this one was the signing for the championship. Yeah. So, for me, that's how I would have uh, That's how I would have booked it, just as a story, too. But, I whatever, I'm nitpicking. I still thought it was great. I understand. And, and, I'm, and I'm with you. It's it's back and forth on how I how I feel. And, and I'm, I'm with you for the most part there. So, yeah. there you go. Brian. Uh, it's like a thorn in your eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's time for Raw. Uh, there's a Triple H limo arrival. Yeah. Boy, he wants to be Vince McMahon. Uh, tonight is the night. Video package. Ends on Roman Reigns. Just. Has been. I know. And, and will continue to. And, and goddamn, they are married to that. Yep. So. I mean, you can't even say, he's not even getting heel reactions the way he was before. Uh-uh. <clears throat> he's getting such nothing reaction. He is. And people, I keep seeing, there's like so much debate online of like, you gotta turn him healed. No, you gotta keep him face because he's not getting booed so much. He's getting almost nothing. It's so Luke, it seems so lukewarm. Yeah. He's getting, ooh, ah. You know what I mean? Like that, that gets a reaction and his fear gets a reaction. Jack Swagger got we the people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. what one thing doesn't make a guy. Yeah. So uh, there's just no, there's no personality, no push. So. I, I think, I think he needs to switch his, finish and we've always said this i don't think a spear looks good on him mm-hmm. he hits it really well but it should be a signature move not a finish yep um because it is such a every big man has that move that yeah it, it, he shouldn't do it i think he should either go back to doing the power bomb mm-hmm. or he needs to uh to find something different yep but that's just me who knows uh triple h promo daddy's home mad daddy's home oh whoa he's a he's a he's a he's a tumbler daddy dom and he understands that he's in a suit and everything yeah he knows what's up he's, he's got a haircut rollins gets called out 
Come on out, Am- uh, call on, come on out, Rollins. And then we want Ambrose chants like crazy because they're in Cincinnati. Uh, Kane comes out and interrupts. And then Kane, oh, Kane, are you fired? No, he's not fired. Oh, but he might be fired. Oh, if Rollins loses, he's fired. Oh, okay. It all seemed very belabored. Yeah. The whole the whole opening of this seemed very belabored until the secret weapon of the authority grabs the microphone and cuts a promo on Triple H that I thought was so good. Like, it was so fun. Bless your heart, Jamie Noble. You got up in the face of the COO and you just told him what... Well, you, you had to... You, you not know that, that, do you not know that Seth Rollins is the man around here? He's the world heavyweight champion. <laughs> so good. You had to share a piece of your mind with the, so with good. the COO. So then Triple H puts, puts him the fuck down. Yep. And then he says, hey, there's going to be a handicap match. M&N, or J&J, whatever you want to call him. Call him an M&N. Uh, against uh, Ambrose. And that's happening right now. What? So Ambrose comes out and walks just by the three heels that have been messing with him instead of attacking any of them yeah or like feigning an attack like a like a what yeah you know, why like doesn't he yeah exactly it's such a wasted opportunity he should have pat like j and j on the head or something like that would have been so funny he just he's walking by triple h kane and and rollins and why doesn't he get in rollins face and like tussle his hair yeah, point at the that, title anything yeah, yeah, anything that, that would have been way better than just walking right past the guys who he's fighting against yep uh, the match starts, Ambrose is in control, then Eminem hits some double team, they're teaming up and everything. Ambrose dives to the outside, and then the match ends where he hits, uh, he tosses Mercury to the outside and hits uh, Noble with Dirty Deeds. Notes? Who is it? Yep. I mean, it was, he's at home, he's gonna win. Yep, that's it. Ziggler against Ambrose. I'm sorry, Ziggler against Barrett. <laughs> I was reading my previous note. Ziggler against Barrett. Sheamus is on commentary. Ziggler looks awful. Oh. He's wearing eyeliner. He's, he's wearing eyeliner and a headband and like a jean vest and like, dude, you don't, you don't look like a main event guy. Yeah. He, he looks like a clown. Everyone in this match looks like a clown. Yeah. Sheamus is dressed like a cabbie. He looks- Ziggler is dressed like he wants to be in a Motley Crew car. He, he, he dresses like he's in a band called Steel Panther. Yeah. And then he, and then Barrett comes out dressed like a king. This is a fucking dog and pony show, and I don't want any of these dogs or ponies. Take them away. Please. Like, you gave Barrett the King of the Ring because of I don't know what, and then now you have Ziggler fighting against him for... Like, the feud had heat between Ziggler and Sheamus, Mm -hmm. and now I just feel like, at least with this Raw, it's taken a huge step back. The post-match fight I thought looked good, but, like, I didn't... I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Barrett cuts a promo. How he's the king and Neville is a peasant. And then he says, ring the bell. And then he eats a fucking super kick right off the bat. And I really thought that was going to be the end of the match. Yeah. It was not. Uh, Ziggler hits a Famouser. And then gets destroyed by a bullhammer to end the match. Post-match, Sheamus and Ziggler brawl. Thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, the match itself, I did not... No. I didn't care for most of the first hour of Raw. Me neither. Um, thought it was pretty weak. I thought yeah. it was... Really, it was I thought really that kept compared to like the rest of Raw, I thought it was very weak. Yeah, um, that's it. It, um, it. it it kind of put me in a bad place for the rest of Raw. I agree because I I was so excited after last week and very engaged that when this all started happening, I just kind of lost interest. I just in don't want to watch a half hour Triple H promo. Like, why would I want to see that? Stop. Yeah. Uh, Rowan with Harper against Fondango. 
uh, Rowan and Harper are back together as of SmackDown last week. Oh. Uh, Fondongo and, and Harper wrestled, and then post-match, Rowan came down and beat up Fondongo, and now Rowan and Harper are together, and they're going to beat up Fondongo. Uh, dang, no thanks. No thanks, Fondongo. Yeah. Sorry. Spin kick full Nelson. The whole time they're going, how long is this going to last? A minute 37. A minute 32. It lasted about 34 seconds. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Nope. Uh, he wins, Rowan wins with a full Nelson slam, and then there's a post-match beating on Fandango. Poor Fandango. Poor Fandango. Oh, well. He's a face now. Who cares? Cena versus Neville. It's the Cena Panda Promo US Challenge title open channel, 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 channel tournament for the number one contenders US championship. For the TV title. TV title. If this is a good back and forth. Neville comes out. And... Who's it going to be? It's Neville. Uh, someone wrote on Squared Circle today, isn't it weird that the best segment, best recurring segment on Raw is consistently John Cena coming out and winning a match that we know he's going to win? Yes, it is. Yeah. And, and it's really good. Yeah. Um, great back and forth. Neville hits his German, which, damn, they're letting him hit German suplexes. He's doing it on John Cena. He also does a powerbomb later on John Cena, and I thought that was fucking incredible. I, it feels like they're letting small guys do big guy moves. Thank you, God. I know. It's stupid that it's they don't. Still, it's so believable that he can do these things it, to me. It's not like a 300-pound man can't be picked up by a man who is well-built and works yep, out. Exactly. You know, like, I, I, won't, I would never expect, like, a Rey Mysterio to do a sit-down powerbomb on John Cena. Yeah. Because the proportions are wrong. But honestly, if he started doing it, it would be believable because it would make it look good. Brian and I had a very large argument last night that lasted a while about how much John Cena actually weighed, and I say legit 250. What, what was I saying? I was saying like 230. 230. I would say he's about 230. He's 250. He's a giant puffy man. Hey guys, can you tweet at John Cena and ask, ask him how much he weighs? Can you tell him to come on our show and... Uh... Yeah, hey, John Cena, we know you're listening to this. We know you listen every week when you're doing weightlifting and uh, have, kissing your girlfriend right on the mouth. Yeah, you, in my hometown. In Yeah, listen up, John Cena. How much do you really weigh? Like legit, bro. Yeah. Bro, bro, how much you lift, how much you weigh? Tell What's us. up? Proteins, what you do, what yeah. you eat. Where are your gains? Yeah, where are your gains at, bro? What are your gains, bro? Yeah. Hey, John Cena, what are your gains, bro? Hey, bro. John, uh, everyone tweeted John Cena, hashtag gains, bro. Come on, John. What the fuck? Neville hits a uh, top rope corkscrew sent on uh, to the outside. Then he hits a second rope Phoenix splash. John Cena hits a sit-out power slam with, I looked re- that looked really good. Yeah. And then they do John Cena's favorite second second favorite spot, which is a cross body that's get, that gets caught, rolled through into an AA. Mm-hmm. But the AA gets reversed, and then uh, Neville hits a super kick. There's an STF into a bridge pin reversal. I thought that was cool. Yeah. AA and a kick out. The AA doesn't mean shit. Mm. Everybody kicks out. Everybody kicks out. And I've never liked it. God damn it, it everybody it, kicks out. It is out. a fireman's carry that doesn't look yep. big. Everyone kicks out of this goddamn move. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, Neville hits a sit-out powerbomb. Looked awesome. And then he hits the red arrow. Not attempts. He hits yep. the red arrow on John Cena, and he's going to win. And then Rusev comes in and interrupts, tosses Neville out, and beats the shit out of John Cena. Locks in the accolade, lifts up the U.S. title. Boom, Russian flag. Pretty cool. Yeah. I thought it was good. I really enjoy the fact that he they let Neville basically win the match. Yep. That was it. Yep. Uh, Canes versus Reigns. 
Canes and Reigns have a brawls on the outside, and then there's a spear on a table that doesn't break, and then Reigns stands tall. I don't care. And hey, guess what? On SmackDown, guys, you can see Canes against Reigns again. Neat. It's great. I didn't even write notes for that match. Nice. Brie versus Tamina. Uh, Tamina's in control from the very beginning. Uh, I There was like a cool spot uh, where there was like this pop-up move into like a schoolboy. There's a running knee. Uh, and then the second running knee gets blocked, and then there's a super kick by Tamina, so Bray is dead. Yep. Goodbye. I like Tamina and uh, Naomi together a lot. Uh, had a nice little promo pre-match. Yeah, it was good. Next, Curtis Axel and Axelmania going one-on-one with Damian Sandow. Oh, wait. He's Macho Mandow. He comes out to Macho Man's music. He does Macho Man's shtick. Um, halfway through the match, the Ascension comes down. And they say, you're both chumps, and we're going to beat you up. Uh, Connor gets tossed over the top rope, and then Victor eats a leg drop by Curtis Axel. And then there's going to be an elbow drop. No, there's not. He gets pulled to the outside. Sorry, Victor. You get saved. And then they do the Mega Powers handshake. <laughs> Email from Ulysses. Sup, Hoots? When Sandow revealed Macho Mandow on main event, I thought, sure, this will be fun for a couple weeks. And then uh, it wasn't until... I saw his appearance on Raw that I realized I hate the idea and I feel bad for Damien Sandow. He is more than capable of finding his own thing that can get him over as a face, but someone is in the back, or maybe even Sandow himself doesn't think uh, it's time. Skimmick extremely hollow. With Ms. Dow, there was somewhere for this to go. There was a uh, potential rivalry, but Mandow seems pointless. Excuse me. <clears throat> but Macho Mandow seems pointless. Putting him in another tag team, especially with a gimmick like this, is a waste of his momentum. The Ascension coming out and saying they're laughing at you, not with you, was hilarious but felt sad truth. P.S. The exact same thing could be said about Curtis Axel. I know a guy has to get over somehow, or however he can, but stuff like this is cheap and harmful to the wrestler more than it is beneficial. That's from Ulysses D. Brian, what do you think? I completely agree. I am so upset. I Let, let me rephrase. This is fun, and we're going to have a good time with it. Don't get me wrong. I get what they're doing with it, and it's going to be really fun, good comedy wrestling. These guys are going to work together, and and it's going to be like uh, nostalgic and great for our generation of wrestling. We just went from last week where Sandow is cutting a promo about like redemption and being himself and going somewhere with this to immediately going back to what he was doing before he was uh, Damian Mizdow. And I just don't, I don't understand why you take a step back like that overall. Because you know they're going to run this way long. If it was like one pay-per-view this weekend and that was it, it'd be fine. But I feel like they're going to run this too long. They're going to sit in the lower mid-card. You are right on all fronts. I had a very good time watching it. And uh, I want to see it at the pay-per-view. And that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I think that should be the end of uh, the not-so-mega-powers. The best part was JBL yelling, don't do it, don't do it, turn on him, yeah. punch oh. him. Me too. That I wrote was, that. That was great. I wrote that too. <laughs> that was very funny. Next, Daniel Bryan comes out and cuts a promo. What's going to happen with the IC title? Uh, he vacates it. He has an unknown injury. They don't know if he's ever going to wrestle again. I think that's real, and that fucking bums me the goddamn shit out. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. What the fuck? So sad. It's so sad. What What kind of injury? Do, do know. we know like anything mm-hmm. about it? Mm-mm. Fuck. Yep. It's got to be his neck. Damn it. It's got to be his neck. Big thank you, Daniel Chant. Very big crowd reaction. Uh, very sad moment. Yeah. Really a bummer. Really a bummer when one of the best is taking a 
taking a step out. So mm-hmm. he says that he's not going to, he can't defend the title, so he has to vacate it. That's it. So twice in two years. Uh, Biggie versus Cesaro. Uh, there's a uh, oh, blue pro- sorrow. Oh, that's right, blue sorrow. Hashtag blue sorrow because uh, he's blue. Si- cyan sorrow. <laughs> Uh, Big E and New Day, they cut a promo at the beginning, which was uh, good. thought it was fun. Yeah. Good heel heat and everything. Uh, the crowd loves chanting New Day sucks. Uh, Cesaro, Cesaro does an over-the-top type Ric Flair thing. Uh, it lands on his feet on the apron, hits a big boot, and then hits a diving crossbody off the top rope. There's nothing this man can't do. Uh-uh. He is fucking incredible. I love Cesazul. Cesazul. Yeah. Cesazul. Hey guys, let us know how you want us to call Blue Cesaro. Blue Saro? Cyan Saro? Cesarzul? Cesar- <laughs> I had to practice it in my head three times to get it right. Cesazul. Cesazul. Yeah, that'll win. Uh, New Day sucks stomp in the corner. I like that. Uh, Biggie hits his big corner STO, which I love. God, I love that move. God I think it always damn. looks it looks so big. Uh, it's like a Samoa Joe move, and it just looks so huge. Mm-hmm. Springboard European uppercut by Cesaro, and the uh, commentary is really putting Cesaro over big here. Wow, is there anything this guy can't do? Wow, he's incredible. This guy is so great week to week. He's incredible. He's amazing. Yeah. Two German suplex and a deadlift belly to belly by Cesaro. Oh, Jesus God. fucking Christ. He's so crazy. Uh, New Day causes a distraction. Um... Michael Cole can't tell the difference between Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, and if that doesn't tell you the current state of uh, the white guys in the WWE uh, and how they feel about this team, I don't know what to tell you. The two black guys who don't honestly look the same at all being called the same. It was it. It happened, and I couldn't believe that it happened, but also I could really believe that it happened. Oh, yeah, I mean, he gets the Usos mixed up all the time. It's common to so and Tuso. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Uh, so there's a New Day distraction, and then uh, Cesaro locks in a... It's almost like a hammerlock Koji clutch pin. Yeah. I think Dos Caras used to use that. Oh, I okay. I think. I think. It looks It looks like something I've seen in a very old match. Mm-hmm. He wins with a cool pin. I like it. Uh, Elimination Chamber pay-per-view on the 31st. Two pay-per-views in one month. What the fuck? Okay, whatever. So I, what do we have in June? Are we taking a big gap until July? Fuck no. No, there's got to be something in June. There has to be, right? I guess. It's not enough time to build something. I don't think they're going to ha- not have something in June. I think this will be for the IC title. I think the Elimination Chamber will be for the IC title. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, primetime Players promo where they make fun of DX. Uh, Cole has audio underneath all of this. Why? What was that? Yeah, I don't know. That was really weird. Uh, Wyatt comes out and cuts a promo. Dude, not into this. Not not into this one. No. It w- it was just not... The momentum wasn't there, and it took so long, and whatever. Uh, Ryback interrupts. He's dressed in primary colors <laughs> in his Amina clothesline. The worst tights. Ugh. Um, Rollins versus Orton. This is the main event. Orton's in control from the beginning. He hits the Mike Sanders 2.0. Above average Mike Sanders. This is... Uh, I don't know if people know even know who the fuck this guy is. Above average, above, I keep saying it like I'm from Minnesota, like I'm Coupon Susie or Dana Brooke. Above average, Mike Sanders uh, was a guy in WCW. I think I've explained this on the podcast before, maybe, but um, that was his finish, is the backbreaker, neckbreaker thing that Randy Orton does across his back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The guy's name was above average. 
Mike Sanders. That's what you can expect from WCW. And the I think the name of the move was 2.0. <laughs> what the fuck? It's above average. Have you seen Ty Dillinger's new gimmick? They haven't shown it on like NXT TV yet. Uh-uh. I, I, I went on his Instagram. I was curious. Perfect 10, Ty Dillinger. Oh. He comes out and he holds up Perfect 10 because <laughs> he's the Perfect 10, whatever. Yeah. Has some stuff shaved in like the side of his head, whatever. Holds a sign up for Perfect 10. I saw a picture of him. He came out during someone else's match, and he kept holding up cards. Six. Yeah. Three. <laughs> I like that. That's great. That's very funny. So anyway, that's your uh, that's your Tidal news. Hey guys, that's that's your Tidal news for the day. Breaking Tidal news. Uh, Randy Orton hits the Mike Sanders neck backbreaker. There's a superplex because Randy Orton loves to do a superplex. He does. God, he loves superplexes. Looks well, good. Yep. Uh, second rope. Jump to the power slam, which is they've been doing a lot recently. Um, where somebody jumps into Randy Orton, like they stop Randy Orton doesn't get hit his power slam, and they kind of get like a mini rally, and then somebody dives and they get caught into a power slam. Kofi Kingston did it last week, yeah. That's it. Uh, Rollins dives to the outside and he hits an abracadabra. Love an abracadabra, me too. Um, hits it so well. Uh, Rollins teases Orton's shtick, he does the pounding on the mat, yeah, and standing up. What a dick. He is great. Mm -hmm. I love how much of a dick he is. Uh, Randy Orton hits a second rope DDT that plants Rollins on his head for such a long time. It looked so good. Rollins has good body control. It's crazy. Uh, Eminem coming in to interfere. Then uh, Kane comes in. He grabs a chair. He's going to fucking level people. And then Ambrose and Reigns come down and make the save. They toss Eminem out. And then they all hit their finishers on Rollins while Kane watches on the outside. He does not do a thing to stop it. Kane. Kane, for why? Why you do that? Uh, is this the go-home show for pay- for payback? Yeah. Didn't even think about it. This is the go-home show for payback. Wow. Uh, so Rollins gets, hits with, gets hit with Dirty Deeds, a spear, and then an RKO. And then, as all the good guys are celebrating, spear to Orton, and then Dirty Deeds to Reigns. And that takes us out and on to payback this weekend going to be something to watch brian what did you <laughs> rousing rousing self <laughs> uh what did you think of raw i thought it was a pretty good raw uh i i thought that i was very critical of this raw mm-hmm. and looking back at it it made me very upset because you can see what they can accomplish in storytelling and writing and wrestling when you watch last week's raw uh-huh and then you see the one that just aired this past monday and you just see them backpedaling like crazy it's all the screwy half booking bullshit all the people who solidified his heels don't look like heels anymore or look like it's goofy and it made me it left me with such a sour taste in my mouth because i know that nothing that looked like it was going to happen like that must-watch uh, feeling that we had after last week uh-huh. is gone. Yeah. Okay. Why Why would I have watched this Raw? Yep. What happened on this Raw? You're going home to the pay-per-view. And I, and I get that we're not going to have the most stellar stuff, but I mean... After you... last week, last week's was just like so fun that this week's was not. They should have switched the bookings. Yeah. I, I mean, Ambrose at the last minute, oh, guess what? Oh, he's going to be in the Fatal 4-Way? Shit. I just came into this Raw on such a high note and then left on feeling like, "Eh, this is middle of the road. Yeah. That's it. 
I yeah, I don't even have anything really negative to say about it. I just thought it was like okay. It Meh. it just makes me upset because I know what they can do. Mm-hmm. I've seen them do it recently. Yep. And then they do more of the old stuff. Yep. It just feels like maybe. And, and I was thinking about this. It feels like every so often they get one person who gets the full reign for that show, uh-huh. and then they write a, a fairly decent show, and then it goes back to all the other shitty people. Yep. Because it just seems so like, wait, why was this one head and shoulders above the others? Yep. So, you know, I'm kind of excited for Payback. I don't, but I don't feel like anything is going to be, you know, stellar except for maybe the Cesaro. Again, Cesaro and Kid match. Yeah. Are, is the match I'm most Two out of three good. falls. Yeah. The two that, out of three falls tag match. The tag match is two out of three falls, and I think that's going to be a lot of fun because mm-hmm. they've been consistently very, very, very good, and that means they get to do three finishes. And that means they get to have something that's longer than 10 minutes long. Mm, yeah, it'll probably be 12. Either way, break the 10-minute mark. I don't care. There you go. Brian, we did it. We made it. I did not have time to get the emails. I'm sorry. Uh, go home, show up, mega64.com is our email. But Brian, that's the end of episode 60. Uh, you guys can always get a hold of us. Uh, on Twitter at Go Home Show, email is Go Home Show at Mega64.com, Facebook.com slash The Go Home Show, The Go Home Show dot Tumblr dot com. Uh, what did I miss? We don't have an Instagram. Uh, that was it. That's all our social media. Brian, yeah. we did it. That's our social media. Episode sixty. It's in the books. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the movie Hook? What? Go home.